Hey everybody, just want to let you know with the Jim Cren No Restrictions app now available on iTunes and Google Play, it's absolutely free, streams 24-7 of No Restrictions. Make it easy on just get it today. It's on iTunes and Google Play. Jim Cren No Restrictions app. Jim Cren No Restrictions with Don DeFazio. Jim Cren, no restrictions. We are at Bloom's Cigars, the greatest cigar shop in the city. You gotta love Bloom's Cigars. Stop down to Bloom's, have a cigar. See Mark. All the guys here are so welcoming, man. You have the biggest humidor you'll ever see in your life, by the way. Love it here. And he will also guide you, right? Todd, Todd DeFazio here, my buddy, and uh, my my partner in crime here. Uh, uh, Todd, I am excited. I also want to mention Yinzer cards. Yinzer cards are selling really well. If you have a birthday out there uh, and you want to buy a card for someone or someone has a birthday out there, uh, buy a Yenzer card. Go to go to Giant Eagle. Get a Yenzer card, especially if they live out of town. Give them a little flavor of Pittsburgh. Yeah. It's definitely got the, the Stanley. It's I channeled my Stanley Pikachowski in writing those and Rob Rogers and Larry Richard and Dick Roberts. We write them and, and Rob, of course, does all the artwork. There are in 50 Giant Eagles. Uh, just ask them where the Yenzer cards are. You'll see the Yenzer card tree somewhere usually by the cards. So check yeah. those out today and uh todd uh, a couple things first uh, it is religion in this city uh the training camp opens steelers yeah. training camp opens we're working on it right now um in touch with uh, my buddy kevin colbert and we're going to work on uh getting up to camp so we'll have that broadcast for you coming up in a few weeks uh i'm going to portland oregon next week so obviously you're listening to this show and in the following week we'll do our best stuff we're gonna if you missed any of the interviews we're gonna put some of the interviews we're gonna throw some old stuff on from uh, yeah. my radio days and past Todd, we're gonna put a couple couple uh, uh blasts from the past for you in there so th- that's gonna be the schedule and then we're gonna be obviously like trying to get into that we're gonna get that uh, training camp thing done looking forward to going up to camp i love going to camp I'm going to camp for for many i'd like i had like uh 20 24 camp visits wow. i did Chad. this will be my first this will be your f- you'll love it it's it's really amazing uh in latrobe and it's 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 uh amazing to watch there's a, a there's like a thousand people waiting to get in when wow. it starts uh they'll have a bunch of radio tents up people doing interviews in the morning they usually do two a day sometimes one depends players are kind of relaxed and some are nervous because he may not make the team yeah and when i first started doing camp uh, now this is a long time ago, right? I've been on radio 20, 25 years. So, you know, so here I am first couple of years and I'm doing a bit about Myron Cope because Myron, the legendary Myron Cope, yeah. if you're young enough to, or old enough to remember, if you're young enough to ask your parents about him or uncle or whatever, uh, he was just the voice of the Steelers. He was a voice of Pittsburgh, really. He, you know, you're in double, you're the most unique character ever. He invented and the terrible towel. He invented the terrible towel. Yes. A lot of people may not know that. He did so much for charity, this guy. He had a heart, he had a heart of gold, uh, and he was just a character of characters and the nicest person. And we miss him every year at camp. Yeah. We miss Myron Cope. Myron would be in a dorm. There was a dorm we had where we broadcast that, okay? And the players were in part, it was like rookies or stuff would be in a dorm, and they had media people in the dorm. It would stay up there because a lot of media people – are just ensconced up there, and they stay day in, day out. They're the beat writers, people that cover. So obviously Myron, who was the voice of the Steelers, uh, was there the entire camp. So these guys literally live at camp with the players and really cover it. We have great coverage in our in our you know, newspapers and television. 
Uh, now we have the modern, you know, Andrew Stocking, most people do it now. And, but, but what happens is Myron is there, and we had this room, okay, where we would be doing uh, the broadcast in the morning. And Scott Paulson and I would be up there, and we'd have a team putting the show together. And we had a room there. And, Todd, there was no air conditioning at all in this, in this dorm oh, at the man. time. None. Maybe in the room, the individual rooms, people had their air yeah. conditioning put up. But this room, they didn't have, it's just a room. And, and they had a little refrigerator uh, in the corner, okay? And it had some uh, soda pop, some pop cans in there, you know, okay. and thing, water bottles, whatever. Well, anyway, it is like, it is one of those days, man. It's one of those August mornings where we wake up in Pittsburgh and you're, you're already sweating. It's like one of those 95 degree days and we're doing a show, man. And I couldn't believe my eyes, but Myron Cope walks in, in the middle of doing the broadcast and there's coffee in this room. So where they got the coffee. Myron walks in with these, these paisley boxer shorts on (laughs) his underwear, paisley boxer (laughs) shorts. And he's got a, a, you know, sleeveless T-shirt, and his hair is all kind of mushed up. He had hair on the sides, mushed sideways. Man, yeah. and his hair is mushed up sideways. And, and wearing big boxer shorts that look like they were two sizes too big for him. <laughs> you know, it's like a little kid wearing big boxer shorts. So he comes walking in, and, and he gets his coffee, and he, and he just he makes a couple noises as he scratches himself. You hear, <laughs> and he walks out. So the rest of the three days we were doing broadcast there i made fun of his boxer shorts i'm on the air talk constantly talking about that couldn't get it out of my head by the As third would I. by the third day he shows up he comes into the room he said hey crane stop making fun of my boxer shorts like a box out so I never did again i know to be threatened by myron right, right? you don't want to get threatened no you don't want to get the kiss of death there like the godfather you don't want that i don't want to be fredo no. myron taking me out yeah. yeah, I don't want to mess with him, man. Do not make fun of his, I quit making fun of my boxers. I have <laughs> nightmares of that. I jump up in the middle of the night with that, that thing. But the other weird thing I was going to tell you this. This is how long ago this was. Okay, now our kicker was a guy named, you remember the great legendary kicker, uh, Gary Anderson. Yeah. Okay? He is the kicker. And Bubby Brister is the quarterback. That's how long okay. ago this was, okay? And Bubby Brister, I was ma- having a field day. For just the first couple of years, I'm on on the radio, and I'm just having a field day doing bits on Bobby. <laughs> and I did this impression of Bobby, you know, he's just kind of old Southern boy kind of thing. And I just did this thing where he just did Bobby, you know. And I just do this, and I just show I called Bobby interviewing Bobby. Oh, you know? Yeah, I'd be like, "Hey, Bobby, what do you think? I don't know what you do that thing. I don't know." Just, so I'm just making, you know, like a goober <laughs> or something, and I'm making fun of him pretty, pretty, pretty hard. Well, anyway, he doesn't know who I am, so so this is like early, maybe the, the second camp. Now, I'm making fun of him now for a year and a half. <laughs> he sits down, and he looks at me pissed off, Brister. Oh, he goes, hey, you Jimmy Cream? He goes, yes, yes, Bobby. You making fun of me on the radio? <laughs> I go, and I looked at him, because he's a big guy. Yeah. I went, no, <laughs> not me. And he went, Okay. That was it. That's all I needed to do. It's that easy. Couldn't believe it. I'm sure in your career, though, you've gotten no. that a lot with all your impressions and everything. You do get some people pissed. But, uh, I, but Bobby was right there. You know, <laughs> you make fun of me. Like, kind of like, no. So what, did you just blame it on somebody no. else? No. I didn't say anything. I said, no. And he goes, he just went, <laughs> okay. Like, all right. He took my word. Now, here's the weird thing. That's what the, the story was. Okay. It's, it's, this day is 95, like I said. I am so thirsty. Okay. Coffee is not going to do it. 
and I'm looking. And there is a grape so there's a grape pop, but it was well just like grape pops. Mm-hmm. And it is so cold in that refrigerator that it's got like little sweat beads on it. You know oh, what I mean? It's like man. the most delicious looking thing ever, okay? And I keep going over to it and everybody looks at me in the room and they go, Don't take that soda pop because now players are staying in this dorm like I said. yeah there are some rookies but there's some veterans too in this dorm and and he's like they say look don't take that soda pop because what if it's greg lloyd's uh-huh. soda pop <laughs> now, if you remember you don't remember greg lloyd is he was a bad dude he was a good yeah. man good man i'm just saying yeah. playing wise he's a you know a great player but nasty play. you wouldn't want to get hit by greg lloyd uh like a seventh degree black belt or something like i mean he was, a, he was badass yeah so so they're like what if it's greg lloyd and i, and I have his nightmare i'm thinking Oh my God! What if I took Greg Lloyd's last can of grape pop and it was me? And, and I'm worried. I'm like, you're right. So I go. I walk back. So now we're doing a show again, and it's getting you know thirsty. Todd, I'm so thirsty. Do you ever get to that point where you just like your throat's burning? Yeah. Coffee's not going to do it at all. It just doesn't. And, and I'm like, I gotta have that grape pop. And I look at everybody and I go, Look, I have got to drink <laughs> that grape pop. They're like, Don't do it. What if it's Greg Lloyd? I said, I don't care. I'll run. Uh, or I'll, I'll do something. <laughs> so I drink the great pop. I drink it down. I toss it in the waste can. I'm, it, it was delicious. It was the greatest soda pop I've ever had in my life. It quenched my throat. I was just so good. But anyway, about 20 minutes go by. Who walks in the room looking in the refrigerator? Who was it? Gary Anderson. Oh, he's a Gary's great pop. Who had, a, God bless him, I lo- love the guy, great guy. He had a little, sounded a little bit like Elmer Fudd when he talked and did interviews. It's a little bit. And he would, he walks in, he opens the fridge, he looks in it. I'm, wa- I'm just sitting there, I'm doing the, I'm just talking, whatever, we're off the air now at this point, I'm just looking at him, no one's saying anything. And he looks up, and he looks at all of us, and he goes, hey, who took my way pop? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything. And he's pissed. Did anybody say under the bus? No, no. No, he's pissed. He's walking around. I swear to God, he's walking around the hallways. You could hear him going, complaining. Like, somebody took my gray pop. <laughs> Can you believe somebody took my gray pop? Who took my gray He's pissed. He's, guess what? He could kick my ass, too. <laughs> he's still an athlete. Right. Yeah, I didn't want to get, get my ass kicked by, you know, Gary. And, you know, he could kick me. He could kick right. me. Right. Hey, imagine kicking me. No, you took my gray. You took my gray pop. We told my pop, and I'd be laying there. He kicked me. You took my gray pop. I've been. I still have nightmares over that. So, I apologize to Gary Anderson out there. <laughs> I will admit now in 2018 that I took your gray pop. Okay. Well, when we go now to camp, you know. if he shows up, he's probably been in therapy ever since. He's probably. <laughs> I can see him in his therapist office going. Well, it was a day I walked in. Somebody took my gray pop, and he never, <laughs> never, never admitted it. And I don't know who it was. I think it was Jim Quinn. I'm not sure if it was him or not. <laughs> I think he did it. And, and now everything's good. So anyway, so we're going up to camp. <clears throat> and my advice to you is stay away from any refrigerators. Everything's air conditioned right. now, by I, the way. You know me. All. I always travel with my own pop. Which is pretty or amazing, Schneider's actually. iced tea. I'm pretty amazing by by Todd. Todd travels with his own, like, cooler of drinks. It's almost <laughs> like a party may break out and Todd's ready. Well, too, when we have guests, I want to make sure they I, have a water. I've never seen anything like it. It's like a, I'm serious. It's like a picnic in Britain. <laughs> if, if Terry, now Todd is ready for a picnic at any moment in his life. <laughs> if there's a, it could be, it could be any day, any time. If a picnic breaks out, this guy has a cooler, a football, a frisbee. He's ready to go. Right. Badminton sets in there. He's got everything. I'm ready. Bocce. You got everything. Yeah. Bocce to hold it. You, you know what's funny? So, now Todd, is, is, I, I just got done losing. I lost 32 pounds, Kevin. Okay? I've been, I've been I, watching. I can tell. Really, 
You tell? Yeah. Well, huh? I didn't, lean, want, I didn't want you to think I was checking you I'm out, lean. but I could tell. I'm lean. So, <laughs> did it for health reasons, you know, and everyone out there knows you have to, you know, got to watch as much as you can. And, and, but I got to tell you, I'm, I'm like uh, 182 or something like that. So it's like, what's 30? What's, what's third? About two, two fifteen, two twenty, whatever yeah. it was. But the funny thing is, and I just did, when I did the show at the Club Karma a few weeks ago, Gene Collier was, I haven't seen in a while, and he was what he did. He opened for me. He's a great act, by the way. I, I enjoy him. He's wonderful, great, brilliant writer, and, and great stand up. But, but anyway, he had lost a lot of weight since I'd last seen him. He lost like 75 pounds. Yeah. And he and, he and I were both talking. It's like, you know, it's odd because at 215, 220, I never looked at me as overweight myself i guess yeah. myself probably i am sure i look at pictures i see a tr- three chins but but i'm just saying that i never thought of it and you think okay so i buy double xls you know clothes are bad <laughs> yummy and, and gene said this, he said yeah we need because i told him i was 30 he saw he lost a lot of weight he said see he lost a lot of weight I said, yeah and he said i never looked at these heavy really i said yeah not I didn't think of it that way i mean it's a little overweight or whatever but yeah i never had that impression of you but the first time i met you mm-hmm. i was like wow he's a lot taller than i thought <laughs> That was my. That was what I thought when really? you come walking into the room. He's a yeah, tall guy. He's six foot. And I thought he was five four. But uh, it, it, but you're in the same with you now. Now I didn't. I don't look at you as overweight. I was a big guy, but I don't look at you as overweight yeah. or anything like that. Like he's a big guy. And uh, and you were telling me uh, when you said you weighed, I couldn't believe it. You because know, you don't look it. Like was yeah. it two? Would you say two? No, I'm on the upswing. I, Where are you now? I was. I'm at. 310 right now. See, that's just it. You, you, the last time I talked, was it 285 or something? Whatever when I lost all the weight a few months ago. Yeah, yeah. You said back two, in April. And, 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 but you don't look that. You know what I see? Because yeah. you're, you're tall. I just look like guy. a pregnant lady. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Only four months. <laughs> and I don't really drink beer I was beer a four-monther. Like I was that. a four-month pregnant lady. It's a pizza baby. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, had a, I had a baby in there. <laughs> but, uh, the, but the thing is, you also are a sometime professional eater and, and like joey chestnut who does the hot dog thing and all yeah. that so so todd has some real world records he was telling me about you know eating and stuff and so you can carry it well you don't you know you do you're an athlete you're an athlete you're an athletic guy so it's not like you're walking around a yeah. locker or something 300 pounds you're, you're able to probably cannot run me but the thing is uh you're doing a thing I, I, this week and we'll have the results next time we uh, are able to record but he's going to do a, uh, I believe it's a calzone you're going to eat. Yes. Al- tell, us, tell me about it. It's a six-pound calzone at Lazio's uh, Family Pizza Shop in uh, in Aliquippa. Okay. And it's undefeated. No and one's they ever keep eaten. telling me it's undefeated. Okay. No and, one's ever eaten it. You know, it's kind of like. The whole, no one's ever eaten the whole thing. Right. They're going online saying, oh, he's not going to do it. And then my guys are online saying, oh, he's going to crush it. And I showed you pictures of it. It's and amazing. It looks really good. Um, so it's it's called the Big Pittsburgh Zone Challenge. Okay. And it, it's um they have an they don't have a dining room but they have like this big tent area outside. So I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> go do the challenge Sunday. Sunday. I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna, I want to see. Well, this. it'll be the day after the, the show airs. The day after this comes. Right. The show with the results. So. But for you, the the challenge. Now, have you ever done the Calzone before? No, but my strong suit is pizzas, and uh, I, I could do see you as a, a pizza lot of guy. Pizzas. I could see you as a pizza, and it's very specialist. similar. I showed you the pictures of it. There looks like there's meats in it, my cheeses, strong suit's hoagies. sauce. Yeah, I don't. I'm nervous my because I, I'm not hoagie. really training. Yeah, to do competitive eating or anything you, like wait, that. Well, you tell me, you yeah, train? You, 
You got to stretch out train? a little bit. I just, I don't, with my age and everything, I don't. There's I'm, an age thing I'm, like football? I'm, I'm nervous. Wait a second, there's an age thing like football? For years? Like no. professional, they say, well, you know, I got two more years left and, you know, I'm on the, the end of my contract get, yeah, and they won't really give me the guarantee. Shouldn't do it. Shouldn't do it. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> now, Joey Chestnut. Yeah. He's not a big guy, really. No? Not you. I mean, does he train? Yes, he does. He actually had, um, na- he bought a grill from Nathan's Hot Dogs, yeah. and they actually built it into his kitchen in his house, and that's where he trains. He trains. So yes. he eats these hot dogs like every once in a while I was training. Right, and a lot of guys do like a gallon water challenge. Like they'll chug Is that how you do it? Gallons of water to stretch your stomach like really? a couple days before. That's brilliant. Right. A water stretch. That's why when you would like see Kobayashi, yeah. he would look like he had abs. Right. And then by the end of the competition, he it's looked out. like me. He he did water. Right. And I don't think that's the most healthy thing so it's to like do. Train, so it's like training camp. You yeah. guys go to training camp. It's you go a in your sport. Training, you're like an boxers athlete. training. You got to eat. You got to stretch the stomach. Yeah. Gotta, you know, you're like, I, I, I got to keep eating. What, what, what do you do you eat? Will you eat calzone? Will you eat things with cheese? Did you train like that? Because there's certain foods no, are different. Hot dogs, I, like he did honestly, hot dogs, chestnut. I'm nervous. Really? Yeah, I've never really been nervous. I think you could do it. I think the Rocky. nervous part makes you feel good. I think it'd be like Rocky. I might Rocky need you won. to come coach me. I'll be there. I'll be Mick. <laughs> you're, a, you're an animal. Come on, you're a tomato. <laughs> I know tomato. You're a tomato. I know tomato. But eat tomato. You know, <clears throat> Rocky won. He didn't win. Right. So we're gonna be Rocky too. So I'm thinking. Where you win. I'm thinking you beat Creed. to make it interesting. Yeah. If I beat it, mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna give them a wager. If I beat it, they they name it the Todd DeFazio challenge. I think you should get something out of this. Right, and then if I lose, I gotta go wash the dishes for a night. Okay. You think they'll go for that? I think they might. Free labor. Yeah. Why not? They're so confident that the, so I'm gonna lose. Gonna yeah. Be, no one's ever gotten close. It's funny that no one's beaten that thing. Because right. there are enough eaters out there. You know professional eaters. They right. have, they have any, you know anyone who's tried it? Uh, I personally don't, but I've seen videos of people doing it. And they were just, I think it was just guys off the street. So I'm ready. Amateurs. We I'm, like re- I'm ready for world. it. Um, I keep looking at it. Makes, it's I making like me the, hungry. I like to call them vegans. <laughs> anyway, Larry, Larry Richard and I, when we do our, our meetings for uh, the Yenzer card meetings downtown at Dick Roberts' office, after we're done, we have a ritual we go to he and I. He's so Larry's the greatest. He he's nice. He drives me back to the South Side, and we go to Permanis. Oh yeah, and we're stuffed. We did Permanis. We're stuffed. And how, how many Permanis have you eaten in your life? Permanis sandwiches, cheese sticks. Uh, at one time, in one, one time, sitting? yeah, one sitting. I just usually one at a time. But I mean, what's the most you could eat? Probably six to ten. It would depend on what I did before. If I trained for it, yeah. probably close to ten. You could do ten Permanis yeah. sandwiches. That's hard to believe. Ten permani sandwiches. That's. Do you have cholesterol problems at all? I'm you sure. Rock, you don't, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I do. <laughs> I'm not go, the poster boy. For <clears throat> you, do you go to your? So you guess you don't go to your doctor then. You're just guessing. Oh, when I do, I get yelled. You're just at. guessing. When I do, I get yelled. I would at. think so. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think the calzones on his list. <laughs> no. Well, She's a Russian lady, and she gets really mad. You're too fat, she says. Wow. You need to lose weight. A rough doctor. Yeah. Do, do you have? Uh, <laughs> So you don't take Lipitor? No, no, I don't take anything. Oh, she does I mean, blood work, I'm sure. Every once does in a while. Does your doctor have a license at all? 
Yeah. <laughs> <Because> every <laughs> this once Russian in a lady, while. Is this really a yeah. doctor, Todd? Is this a real doctor? Is this someone got a doctor? They, they watch the usually, blood pressure. Usually a doctor yeah. takes blood and checks the yeah. cholesterol. They don't just go, you're too fat. And then <laughs> watch, walk, yeah. and you leave. There are tests involved. Is that, is that, is that what they do? They, 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 your eye test is like, could you see that? Go, you it's never eye. been go. too bad. Right. It hasn't That's not been even a Russian it's accent. Bo- by the it's way. Always, everything's always borderline. It'd be a, you're too fat. You're too fat. <laughs> you look like bull. You look like pregnant bull. <laughs> Drink vodka. I, yeah. They, she should take your blood, I think. Every, so you must have good cholesterol. I'm sure she does take it's your blood. Everything is borderline. So, But when I'm on the like downswing, it all, good. it all fixes. It all gets fixed. When you get lose the weight. Yeah. They watch my blood okay. pressure a lot because of the sleep <laughs> apnea stuff. Oh. Because my body hates me when I'm sleeping. Well, you got it rocking, It tries man. to kill me, so you i got to wear a Darth Vader mask. You realize the way you eat, when you're going li- to live to 100. You do know that. <laughs> now, I, and, and the good news is I have I taught him how to uh, uh, smoke cigars. Right. So it's great that I can add some of my bad habits to your habits yeah. to really fulfill everything. We could write a book on you. That's what we'll do. <laughs> How, or we'll go through your whole eating and smoking cigar habits, and yeah. we'll say how you lived 100. So do you have sleep apnea? Yeah. I have sleep apnea. Do you wear the machine? No, I, I don't. They give me some medicine to help out and a little bit, you know, but, but that's it. And I, I have a mild case of it. What, what yeah. happened was there's a, there's a resort. It's in West Virginia. It's beautiful, this resort. Uh, it's one of those, like, top ten resorts in the world. Where it is. It's called the Greenbrier. It's like a Nemecolon. Uh, you know, it's even older than Nemecolon. It's been around for 100 years or whatever. Uh, if you ever get a chance to stay there, it's amazing. They have a casino there and a whole deal. Well, my wife and I were there one time, and they have a thing there. They have their own medical place there at the Greenbrier. I think it's in White Sulphur Spring, West Virginia, I believe it was. It's about a four-hour drive. But anyway, they have a, a, a building there, Todd. You, you go and you get a, an executive physical and you spend like two days there, and they do head-to-toe physicals, okay? Okay. So my wife's getting on me. She's like, you got to do this. It's a few years back. So I'm like, all right, I'll do it. So they do sleep, the sleep thing, and a whole, you know, sleep yeah. test, everything. So you get a whole deal. That's how they find out mild sleep apnea. But anyway, so you go there, and they they do all the tests. And day one, I'm, I'm doing, now day two, I'm going to go to day three. They tell you your results. They got a team of doctors. It's real, you know. So... I go there and I'm doing a test and I and I'm in the room. And it's just a red beautiful room. They have a you know it's a resort, but in my room because it's the area where they're doing the executive physical thing, they have these brochures, and the brochures have people on the brochure and they're like, "Thanks Greenbrier for finding my heart blockage. You saved my life. You know, oh. thanks Greenbrier for this disease. You saved me. Thanks Greenbrier for this thing. Thanks Greenbrier. I would have had a heart attack once you you immediately brought me to a hospital. And I'm thinking." The next day is my heart stuff, and I'm like, I'm going to be on the freaking brochure next year. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm going to do my thing tomorrow, and I'm going to be doing, like, you're going to see my photo, me waving, going, thanks, Greenbrier, for saving me from my double bypass or whatever. Because I'm thinking, there's no way, because I'm, you know, I'm not in the healthiest guy. So, so, so I, I, I my wife a little encouragement. I go, I just did this, like, as a joke. I go, you know what? Uh, what's going to happen tomorrow? I'm going to be on the brochure. What do you think? And she goes, well, you might just have a, get a stent or something. Oh, like, what? A stent? <laughs> so anyway, I get this doctor, okay? They have his head doctor who leads the whole way, and they have like a dozen doctors looking on doing all this stuff. So the head doctor, he's like real down on me. So huh. obviously, he's like your Russian doctor, you know? You're too fat. You're too fat. <laughs> but he, he wasn't a, a Russian. But he. <laughs> but anyway, 
at the end of the physical, you have to go to him. They have all the results, all right? He's sitting there, and I'm sitting there at his desk, and the guy is joking with me for 20 minutes. Now, he didn't joke with me earlier. That's the problem. This guy's joking with me, <laughs> which means he's got some shitty news for me. Oh, man. I'm going down. Why would he joke with me? It doesn't, would, would, would you, wouldn't you be nervous? Yes. If, if his guy's, right? Right. He's not a funny guy. Not funny jokes. And I'm sitting there sweating. Then he goes like this. He looks at me and goes, I got to get a little serious here. I'm like, oh, man. Here it comes. Oh, I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm on the brochure. I'm taking okay, Where am I going to get my photo taken for the brochure? What am I going to write? And he goes, you're 15 pounds overweight, 20 pounds overweight. I'm like, what? Anything else? He goes, no. No, everything's out pretty good. He goes, Sleep apnea. You have some sleep apnea. I said, you, you know, got to take care of that. And I said, what? I said, that, that's it? 25? I said, I said I knew that before I got here. <laughs> you don't have to tell me that. Well, with losing Why did you the scare weight? me? Open with that. Open with that's it. <laughs> he didn't do that. With losing the weight, you might not have it anymore. I think I got it. So, well, I'll, I'll go get another sleep test. Did you snore? No. You don't have that's it. That's what's weird. You don't isn't have it. it. Isn't that odd? You don't have I, it. Thank you. You know what? You're my new doctor. <laughs> Can you write prescriptions? Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> You're in. You're in. Hey, we should be all thank. We should be thank. Tell you what, everybody be thankful for what you have. Your card is your card. You got to deal with whatever yeah. you have in life. You know, there's a guy in the news. I was reading a story, man. This will make you feel, well, I guess make you feel better. This is, did you see this story on the internet? It, it, it's, it's all over the news. It's Carlos, uh, Carlos uh, Dela Cruz. He's from, I think it's like Britain or somewhere. I'm not, uh, no, Edinburgh, uh, Scotland, I believe. He's from Scotland. And he is in some legal trouble. Now listen to this poor guy. He's in legal trouble. This guy might get go to jail or something for this thing. But guess what? He what? has no penis. Oh. I know. It all of a sudden my high cholesterol. Nothing. I feel a little bit better. Nothing. About I'm wearing feeling a Vic better. Darth Vader mask Are you kidding me? That is the card you don't want. That I mean, this poor guy. Is this the guy he tricked women? Yes. Into thinking that yes. he did have one. Yes. Yeah. Which is you know what? Why would you give him any problems? He was able to. I don't, he should become a magician. Move Chris right. Angel out of the Luxor or wherever he plays in Vegas, <laughs> and just get this guy in there. Have this guy do all the tricks. Have him open for Lee Trebizik. Have Lee do a disappear, <laughs> reappear. Although he'd want to reappear, this guy. So, so Carlos, what he did was he. Yeah, he had two girls. He had two girlfriends. Okay, and he and he tricks them into thinking he has a unit. And what he would do is they didn't say in the article what what he used. Yeah, but they said they were asked the interview the girls. In, in one girl, he had sex with her 20 times. Oh, man. 20 times. And, 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 and she said, well, he would always wait till it was, it was dark, okay, like light, night out, you know, lights out, in other words. Yeah. So he made sure, the light, <laughs> made sure the lights are out. And then she said he always would have his right hand down there, oh. and he'd use whatever. I mean, you know, whatever he used. Yeah. I wonder what he did. I couldn't imagine what he used, but it worked, whatever well, it was. To hide my shortcomings in that department, I, yeah, I, I do the, the Donald Duck technique. I what? always wear the shirt. I Donald Duck it. Hmm. You ever hear that? Yeah, this guy. No, what is that? You just wear, you know, Donald Duck wears yeah. a shirt and no pants. Yeah. That's oh, what I do. That's when, a, yeah, but still. It's, it's, this between that and my sleep apnea machine. Todd, that is a <laughs> sexy look for women, by the way. I know. <laughs> First thing they want, like, they they see that sleep apnea machine. They're thinking, <laughs> "Yeah, this guy, this got guy it got it going on. on. Keep yes. the t-shirt on. Let's go." But let me tell you, <laughs> but this guy had no unit. I'd rather have the sleep apnea machine than right. no unit, my friend. Yeah, 
and I'm telling you right now, this is not good. This guy, what a horrible thing for him. Yeah. And, and, and I don't know what he used. I keep thinking in my mind what he would use. I don't even want to think about what he'd use. But, but the thing is, he used something, and it worked for 20 times right. and it, with two different women. How was the breakup with the first woman? What right. was the breakup? He probably looked at her and go, listen, I, I love you. I think you're fantastic. But you know what? It's just not right for me in bed. Right. Probably said that. Broke her heart. Imagine my, if somebody huh? came She's to him and like, said what? they were pregnant. That would be good for him, huh? He'd go, I got you. I got you, my friend. Huh? Look at this. There's a gherkin pickle. That's what, that's what that was going on there. But uh, Which I wouldn't use a gherkin pickle, by the way. Right. But, but, but Maybe a Colossus. I think he used, yeah, I think he went with a good pickle. But but I just, I'm amazed. that the, I don't think he did a pickle. Too much. Nah, I don't think uh, he used a smell. pickle. The smell. The smell would give it away. Yeah, because he'd say, what's wrong with you? And he'd say, I don't know, vinegar. I work. In a vinegar plant. I don't know what he'd say, but but the, yeah, this guy had to sit there and think about what he used maybe too. Cucumber. Yeah, I kind of was thinking that in my way, mind. I well, think it depends I would, how I much mean, he wants to sell it. Well, I would go with that personally. I'm not going <laughs> to, you know, if I don't have something, I'm going to dream big. You know. I guess that's right. You know, that's right. Every every motivational speaker says it. Fail big. I'm going to go there. <laughs> yeah. I'm going that way. I'm going with that one. Why not? But no, yeah. no, he's not going to use the cucumber. You know why? He he's it's. You're right. It's too much. Yeah. She's not going to. She's going to wait a second. And then you're you that gifted, my it. friend. Well, maybe. Yeah. My technique was always to undersell. So when I under deliver, they think they're getting more. But if you have no penis, you're really underselling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wish they would tell. I just killing me. It is killing me to not know what he used. It is killing yeah. me. It worked 20 times on two Maybe women. Maybe let's try to get him on the show when you come back. If you can get him on. The, uh, yeah, we got to get this guy on the show. Hey, we've pulled worse off. Guess who the prosecutor's name is that prosecuted him? Swear to God. I what? read it. I'm not what making this it? up. Cockburn. <laughs> that was her name. It was a woman, Chris, Kristen Cockburn or something. I'm like, oh my God, you got to be kidding me. You mean to tell me there. they're sitting in the room with all the other prosecutors and they say, we got this Carlos guy coming up and this trial. We're going to bring, tell you, we're going to nail him the wall for doing this, blah, blah. Who do we get for this? Damn it, get Cockburn. <laughs> Cockburn will do it. Cockburn will get him. That's funny. I, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's re- I, I just said that to make everybody out there feel better about their lives, right? Yeah. No just, matter how bad it is, you could be that guy. You could be Carlos. You could always be Carlos. Now, the, the, the switch gears, switch gears, uh, Tim Tebow. I'm going to talk about Tim Tebow. Uh, he was, you know, he was doing very well double A ball. Okay, I've been watching yeah, this guy. Yeah, playing in the Mets. Uh, Farms I love what he was doing because – he was defying the odds. Everybody said right. he couldn't make it and all that. And, and I love the guy who just, you know, goes to the beat of his own drum kind of guy. Yeah. He says, I want to do this and whatever. And I still don't forgive him for beating, beating us And when he was playing for Denver to yeah. touch on a play. But anyway, he, so, but, but I'm rooting for the guy. And here he turns it around. He was having a rough year time last year. This year, double A. He's about like 276. Yeah. And makes the all-star team. 30-some RBI, 6-7 home runs, something like that. He breaks his hand. Oh. He's out for the year. He would have got called up for sure. Probably. Yeah, he probably would have made the. Well, I mean, he would have made year. it. To, well, he's pro- young. He, well, that's the problem. He's in baseball. He's thirty. I mean, to get yeah. to the majors. I hope. I still hope he makes it. I mean, he's definitely shown ability. His. I watched him when he was in foot in the yeah, football world. Right, of course. His training methods and his work ethic is second to none. I mean, it, yeah. it, he. He was oh, pulling trucks. He overworks. Yeah, down he, a highway. Yeah. While his dad was in the truck. If he were an eating guy, he'd be the champion. Yeah. That's he'd be the Joey go. Chestnut. He should, he should go into that. But but 
Yeah, he's, he's a great athlete. There's no doubt. Yeah. I can't believe he never got but a shot at quarterback. Extra, the extra that he does, his work ethic makes him – that's why I think he crossed worlds in, into the baseball world, and he's succeeding. He's a great athlete. My, my, my buddy uh, Merle Hodge, a great analyst, he, you know, I remember Merle, who has a book coming out. We're going to have him on a show uh, next month. Uh, but he uh, was one of the first people when, when Tebow was lighting it up in college. He was one of the first people that told me that he's not accurate. He's not going to be a great pro. It was hard to believe right. that. Uh, but then again, we're, you know, in college, you could toss it a running back and he can run 90 yards. But he has something to me. This is my opinion on mm-hmm. Tebow. I know a lot of people aren't high on him in Pittsburgh because of the, the Denver touchdown. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's a winner. He may not do it the way that a book says to do it or a coach says to do it, but he always he did finds he, a way to win. He did win in, in college the, and I, in pros. I don't see how he really got screwed. Chip Kelly went to the Eagles because yeah. he had a great camp that year. He ended up having a great last exhibition game. Then yeah. Kelly comes out and goes, "Oh, he's not an NFL player. He's you know whatever." And cuts him. I'm like, "You? Why would you?" He had such a great. I mean, you mean to tell me this guy couldn't play on a third? He's not a third quarterback right. for teams in E three. You tell I, me he can't be a third team quarterback. You know which proves? God hates him. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you want to kneel? I kid. <laughs> I kid. No, I, I like the guy. I, I, I admire him. I admire him. Yeah, I, I'm a fan. I, once I, I didn't like him until I saw that documentary on him and his work ethic is. Yeah, he seems like a, he seems like the I became real, a fan. Then. He it's seems somebody like, you root for. Yeah, he seems like the real deal. He seems like the real deal. You know, so you know, just to, to, we're going to segue into the Pirates. That's why I was talking a little baseball. Okay, uh, Bacos. It's tough that they're up and down. I don't know what to think. I now, don't, what do you think? With the trade deadline, really brought. Uh, a breath of fresh air into the into the city with the um, the two pitchers we're bringing in. The, we have the bats. I think the lowest um, the thing everybody was down on was the pitching, and now we got the two two of the better pitchers that were up on the uh, trade market. I you know, it's one of those things where we're 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 so used to us not making it that it's hard to make me believe. It, 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 but I want to believe. I want to believe that we can right. make a rush well, and get Archer, to the playoffs. Archer makes his debut tomorrow, Friday. All right. Uh, so when we air this, he'll have already made his debut. And uh, what I like about him is he's already made his uh, mark in Pittsburgh. He uh, got off the plane yeah. and immediately bought an Antonio Brown jersey and showed up to PNC Park in an Antonio Brown jersey. Smart guy. Yeah, right? so, so he's, he's already guy. trying to win the, the Yinzer Nation. He's going to win it, yeah. If the Botkos win, if he wins and we win, he'll be a hero. Yeah. We'll put a statue at the airport with him. Right. With Franco and George Washington, <laughs> which is amazing. I got you know, go, to see the statue. You, know, you got to see it. I go pay homage to it uh, all the time. When I fly to Portland uh, next week, before I go, I always go and take a bow. I do a little bow, <laughs> you know, say, a little, say my little prayer before I go on the plane. Yeah. To to you know Franco and George, <laughs> it's just only it's a, such a Pittsburgh thing. There's so many things that are unique Pittsburgh things. That's what I love about the city. That's how Yinzer cards came about, and I think that's my whack. And we got our we uniqueness. Gotta, of when Pittsburgh. we talk about Yinzer cards, we got to say follow the Yinzer card Facebook page. Yes, absolutely. And then if you hey we hear these guys talk about it, go to the Facebook page. You'll get learn a lot more about it. You'll see what some of them are. Uh, I know there's a couple of them that always pop up every. Uh, Every week, there's new ones that pop up and show you. 
And my my son, you gave my son one for his birthday. <laughs> oh, Vinny. And he uh, <laughs> he best. takes it. He carries it around. Does he really? Yeah, still. No, it's he been doesn't. Two weeks. Oh, that's hysterical. It's <laughs> we'll have to put the picture up. Yeah, the photo up on on it. Absolutely, on our website, man. Oh, that's too funny, man. Vinny's the greatest. He's the you're you're blessed. You're blessed. What what a great kid. Hey, uh, and talk about uh, some talk about my uh, my career a little bit. Uh, with Portland stand up, and I, I I got a uh, little snippet from a movie I did uh, last year, and it's coming out at some point at the end of this year. Of course, we'll let everyone know we we'll do the premiere and all that stuff. I'm sure it'll be. It's a great movie. It, it's uh, Russ Babine. We're gonna, we'll have him on the show, uh, the producer, and it's called The Great One. It's a, it's about it's, it's theme is about Clemente, but it's about it's built around two people growing up who idolized Clemente, as many of us did. And where you know about his death and, and the meaning of it's a real soulful, but it's funny. Okay. Uh, it's got some warmth. It's it's a drama, but it's got some funny stuff in it. I play an alcoholic kind of uncle, crazy oh, yeah? uncle to the lead. So like one of your like kind of like one of your characters. It's kind of like one of my characters I play. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the, the role was great. I was lucky to get that role. So it was really really funny. Uh, but the funny thing about doing a movie, and I did a couple movies in my life so far. Uh, is when you do a movie though that this one w the other one wasn't filmed in Pittsburgh this one was filmed in Pittsburgh uh, the other movie I did was called Another You if you want to get it on Amazon okay I have only about 12 or 14 lines so you, you'll blink you'll miss me <laughs> I play Professor in Another You so you can rent it for whatever two ninety nine, whatever yeah just to watch my 14 I, I lines in the uh, in the down week I yeah I'm, I play a douchebag uh, professor so a douchebag and an alcoholic it's kind of typecasting <laughs> in my acting world it's not De Niro yet you know it's where I'm trying to hit the Marlon Wayans level first I've seen they were actor. doing a casting for a, a children this week and it's a, about a little boy that's a baseball phenom okay. here in Pittsburgh and uh Vinny would have been perfect for that right too we were just yes. talking about Vinny he's got and, a couple uh, more years the cutoff was full I was gonna say yeah he's, he's a couple, three yeah he's not another year or two he'd be he, ready he would have been, been look Perfect for and that. He's, he kind of looked like the kid. He's a character. He throws. He hits. He mm -hmm. catches. He does. He plays. Little, I was there. I saw him. He's a little athlete. Yeah. You, you know what's great though? My favorite thing about all the movies made here in Pittsburgh, it's is the, is the greatest thing, Todd, is when you go to the theater to watch a movie. Yeah. That was made in Pittsburgh. Because you always got the Pittsburgh guy. You got to sit there, and if you listen, you always hear someone a couple rows away that just has to talk about it. Like you'll hear. Like if you're watching, uh, you know, a Denzel movie or something, whatever, and it made in Pittsburgh, you'll hear a guy go, "You see a house? You see a house? Denzel just walked out of it. <laughs> That's my cousin Chucky's house. <laughs> they rented it out. They rented it out. Oh, they gave him, they gave him a lot of money. They put him up a hotel. He said, "You can get anything you want, Chucky. Anything you want. His family made anything you want. You know what they did? They made the house look exactly like he left it." <laughs> Dirty socks on the floor and everything. Exactly like he left it. How do he do it? It's called movie magic. You got to hear that. My, my all-time favorite thing, though, is the Pittsburgher, when, when you're watching a movie made in Pittsburgh, they cannot wrap their head around the chase scene. If there's a car right. scene. Like striking distance. You cannot. You cannot be on Boulevard Allies. Next thing you know, you make a Louie and you're in Armstrong Tunnel. It ain't happening. How they doing that? And then all of a sudden, what? Now you're on the 6th Street Bridge? Now you're on the You can't get over there that quick. Ain't happening. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You know what that is? Movie magic. <laughs> my, my favorite thing, too, is, with, uh, have you ever gotten this one? 
I love this. is my favorite all-time thing of Pittsburgh movies. If there's a celebrity in town making a movie, all right, you'll be a bar at your buddies. You're always going to get one guy, one of your buddies going, you know what? Guess he was down Jerry's bar. He was down there every other day. He loves the clam chowder at Jerry's bar. Who? Bruce Willis. <laughs> no, Bruce Willis. He does. He comes in there. Nobody bothers him. Nobody, nobody, come, nobody comes in there, Todd? Nobody bothers him. Ah, okay. Nobody bothers him. He's just, he's just good people. He's good people. He comes in here every day. <laughs> he's great, Bruce Wells. And we got these buddies, you know, Bruce Wells. Like, like, yeah, he's a guy. He's a human being. Of course, yeah. Bruce Wells is great. He's a great guy. <laughs> you know who I saw, uh, Todd, when he was making Striking Distance? Huh. Bruce Wells. Oh, yeah? I did. He was down at I swear <laughs> to God, he was. That's awesome. He was. I saw, um, I saw Chris <laughs> Rock. And Ben Affleck, when they were doing uh, Dogma. You saw him. And there was, would you see him down Jerry's eating chatter? <laughs> it was the Dormont Inn, I think it was called at the oh, time. I think I played there. They used it <laughs> um, the right there in West Liberty. It's like two blocks down from Tom's Diner. Yeah, I know where it is. They used it for the strip club that some Hayek was uh, <laughs> stripping in. Wow. Boy, and, I like uh, them walking in that, that night. I was actually DJing in, in the Vasta at the time. And they were like, hey, Chris Rock's down there. Oh, my God. <laughs> actually did perform the vast at one point. <laughs> I a little bar in the city. But but uh that's awesome, man. Yeah. What's your favorite movie done in Pittsburgh? Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. The greatest movie, one of the strike, great movies of all time. It's a tie for me. It's either Striking oh, Silence Distance. Silence of the Lambs kills all of Yeah. Movies. It's either Striking Distance or Sudden Death with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Hmm, let me think. Okay, they between, opened between the, they those opened two, the arena. Between those two, Sudden Death all the way. Yeah. Without a way, without a doubt, you got to go. Come they're on, both, hockey. They're both good. Depends on, you got to go. Sudden death, though, right? <laughs> Over striking distance. Yeah, striking distance is not a bad movie. No, I, guess. I like it. It made River uh, River Rescue cool. You know where I did see Bruce Willis? I did. Did I tell Donzies? <laughs> I swear to God, he was doing his band was down there. Okay, oh, yeah. and I got there late. His band was done. He was at the bar just sitting. So he and I just had a drink. No one bothered him. No one bothered him, but me. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can say no one bothered him. I'm bothering him. And, I, and I'm having a drink with him, with Bruce Willis. Jeez. For about a half hour. Did and you have him on the show? No, I didn't no. even bother. I didn't bother. I don't want to bother. <laughs> you don't bother people, Todd. <laughs> I ain't going to be that guy to bother. Let me just chatter. No, but he's just having a drink. So he and I are just sitting there having a drink, and he did, did his set. It was, he had some band. I think he still does it. Every yeah. actor wants to be a singer, right? They, they used to be at the uh, Planet Hollywood openings all the time. Everybody wants, everybody wants, every actor wants to be a singer. Every comedian wants to be a singer. Anyway, so, because singing's cool. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm having a bar, or at the bar, I'm sorry, with Bruce Willis, and we're drinking a bourbon and stuff. And I just talked, you know, about whatever. Say he liked Pittsburgh a lot and stuff. And, and I was doing a morning show, and I said, I got to go. And he said, What time you got to get up? And I said, About 3.45. He goes, Ooh, better you than me. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's interesting. Why is it that singers, I'm sorry, actors, I'm sorry, why do they want to become singers? I don't know. And they're not really that, they just it's don't. fantasy. I guess it's fun. They sell out. They do well. I mean, yeah. they, they, Billy Bob Thornton was a Jurgles a, a couple months ago. Yeah. You know, was saw him at this tour, but he's real, I heard he's really, you know, Billy Bob Thornton, nice guy. Nice guy. They always say nice guy. <laughs> yeah, he was. He, he said he got the whole staff afterward, took a picture, and t- did autographs That's for awesome. He said anybody wants autographs, gave them all tips. He's like, Really nice. I heard he was pretty good, though. He's not bad. Did he sit at the bar and nobody bothered him? He sat at the bar and nobody bothered him. <laughs> he ate his chatter. 
You know what? On September 29th in Swickley, so we, I'll announce it when it gets closer, obviously, I'm actually going to do, I'm going to sing. Oh. My buddy Rich Langley. We're going to have Rich on the show to talk about okay. this big show. Is this is Joe Gacheki. This is real. This is for real. I'm going to sing, uh, I'm going to sing three or four songs in my own voice. Okay. With Joe Gacheki. Well, I've never heard you, uh, you say you can sing. I don't, I can't sing, but okay. I, it's always a fantasy. I okay. could sing by myself in the shower. I've heard you sing, I can sing a little as bit. other people. Yes. It's like an impression. Yeah, I do impressions. I do Bruce yeah. Springsteen and Neil Young and stuff. But no, this is going to be in my own voice for like three or four songs with Joe Gershecki. Are you doing covers? The legendary. Or original? Covers. Okay. I'm not sure. I'm working on my songs. So you're working on your set list? Working on my set list. Anyone has any suggestions, let me know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to impression myself. Could you imagine me singing? That could be scary. It could be scary, Mark. Impre- it could be very scary. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, I got to practice. I, I, yeah. I think you should come. After I practice, I would mind I'll you. I'll be your roadie. Well, you could be the roadie in, in bodyguard. In, in, but can you do me a favor? Could you at least, when I come practice, could you just come listen? Yeah. And, and see if I'm yeah, in key at all? Yeah, sure. Because I could always cancel with, you know, some injury or something. Right, yeah. Whatever. You could throw, you me, down have the throw me down the steps. Throw me down the steps. Throw me down the steps. Whatever. Todd <laughs> threw me down the steps. I can't make we, we, No. Yeah, we'll figure something Todd out. Todd fell on. He drank too much iron and he fell on me. He fell on that, me. There's your excuse. And I can't make it. I broke my ankle. No, I'm doing it. I don't care. I don't <laughs> care if I sing out of tune. I'm doing it. I don't care. I'll sing Whitney Houston's. Uh, oh, I don't I know if you shoot uh, Whitney. I don't know if you shoot for Whitney. I'm going for Whitney. No. All right. <laughs> we'll go lower. We'll shoot a little underneath. Yeah, I can't hit those you notes. You do any Donnie? I can't hit those notes. No one could sing like Donnie. Right, but... He's King Cool. You don't touch yeah, King Cool. Okay. I can't hit that note. That's untouchable. Those notes are untouchable, brother. All right. You know what's funny, though? Um, we're talking about uh, riders. Have you ever read about riders? You know, these, these some of these stars? Oh, like, yeah. And uh, a friend of mine told me, um, this is true. Uh, Elton John usually has a minimum. Now, for smaller shows, $25,000 worth of flowers in his dressing room. Wow. For bigger shows, $100,000 worth of flowers in his dressing room. That's an amazing thing. That's a lot of flowers. That's a lot of flowers. It must look like a funeral in his dressing room. I wonder why. I don't know. Isn't it interesting? It is. Why? That's a lot of money on flowers. What, what would you put on your ride? I don't know. I think I put one a flower. I'm building. I want to build. <laughs> on the 29th of September, I want a flower. Some I want one flower in an Iron City. That's all I want. Bottle <laughs> okay. of Iron City, ice cold, and a uh, uh, maybe a little plate of pierogies in a flower. Cigar. How about a, a, you got to put a cigar. Cigars? Yeah. yeah. Good idea. Mark, we gotta, we'll get Mark Bloom's cigar. Right. And, and I want a flower. One flower I'm one starting. One flower. Elton John started, Todd, with one flower. Okay. And he built his way up, I'm sure, in the old days. When he was just starting in a little bars, yeah. probably had one flower. He didn't have a whole bouquet. <laughs> then he did like four or five flowers, right. and he thought, I'm making it. Yeah. Right? Then boom, $100,000 of flowers. Now, rock bands have weird stuff always yeah m&m's whatever certain color like a yeah. famous van halen thing, all no green the red M&Ms M&Ms or whatever yeah. they had you know you read about that and stuff uh, one time uh do you remember got remember remember uh the doobie brothers michael mcdonald okay yeah. solo. remember that yeah he was, whatever and, and he had some big hits and this was in the 90s and in, in, um early 90s i guess whatever and i remember i got a call uh from rich and had travis area at the Caesar England, and, and um, it, it was in uh, somewhere in West Virginia, Fairmont, a college. It was a college. He's performing there, and whoever his opening act was a band of some sort couldn't make it. Travel, 
arrangement. Something happened with their travel. And they said, Jim, could you, could you drive down there and do 30 minutes? I said, sure. Yeah. And so I drive down there. Now, what happened was the, the rider that the band had was fulfilled. I walk in this room, Todd, I am not kidding you. There was more food than you could see at every <laughs> Thanksgiving. It looked like Martha Stewart put together Thanksgiving. They probably all went, got wasted. Well, no. There was three turkeys. There was ham. I'm talking Jeez. I'm talking the most grand buffet dinner ever is sitting wow. all over. It's real beautiful. And I walk in this room. I go, what's this? They go, well, it's the rider from the band, they fulfilled it. You're, I don't know, you're not a band. You're a comedian, but this is yours. I said, okay. So it was a college. So I went out, and I got all the kids that were working, volunteering for the show. I just brought them all back. We had a Thanksgiving dinner together. <laughs> so it was eight. Yeah. Nice. So it didn't go to, yeah, it didn't go to waste. It didn't go to waste. Yeah, the other one, there was a band, Gloria Estefan and Miami Samish, you know, before one time. Same thing, man. Yeah. It's huge. You get all these, yeah, it's amazing. I would be, you know what happened? I'd be like Elvis. It'd be, I'd be 300 pounds if I toured like yeah. that. It'd be me. You could be, imagine if we toured like that. that we, oh, yeah. The No Restrictions Tour? The No Restrictions Tour, we get the rider to food. Well, we put we on our toll. Six, six, pound cal- six pound calzone. Six pound. I want a six I pound. I want a Lazio. Every single six show. I want a, and, and what? A flower. Flun, one flower. I well, don't care what the flower is. I'm not going to be. Every show we go. I'm not pushy. We, we go up one flower. I want one. <laughs> so show 10, we have 10 flowers. I'll work my way at my flower. Right. right. Yeah, I just, I want a flower for crying out loud. <laughs> I, I just think. What's your flower of choice? I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know about flowers. Well, I'm the worst with flowers. I don't pansy. know. Pansy? <laughs> Pansy would be all right. I don't even know. Uh, daffodil. Mag- magnolia. <laughs> they smell pretty good. When what he does? He walks in. When what he does with all the flowers when we're done? Right. What's he do with the flowers? Like there's a hundred. Think about a hundred thousand dollars of flowers. That's ridiculous. okay. You send flowers there's for. I'm sorry. I'm always Easy. sending sorry flowers to people. So so th- that's all. That's what you do. You, Elton right. John should just give them to to every guy so he could send the girl their wives or girlfriends. Right. I'm sorry. Flowers. I'm sorry. You know, we're boyfriends, I guess. Elton John, right? Yeah, right, yeah. Whatever. Be strong. Great. So, what's he do with them? I have to find out. This yeah. Is some, these are things like that that bother me. That that's a, you bring up a valid. I think point, about this though. stuff all day. I you do. Definitely do. I know. I know. Now, I always have weird stories and things like that. You know, the guy with the no penis, which was on my mind. Do you have any story? Anything? Anything weird? Well, since you're traveling, out. you're going to Portland, right? Yeah. Uh huh. I just have a little bit of advice for you. Make sure you wash your feet. Okay. Uh, this past week. I usually week, do. I shower every day. Usually. <laughs> pretty good hygienic. This right, past week, pretty good. a Spirit Airline uh, p- flight from uh, New York to Florida yeah. got diverted because of a bad odor. Don't tell me. And it turned out to be somebody's stinky Some feet. Some dude took their shoes off and their feet uh, got it? And they, wait, yeah. they, they actually landed? Yeah, they like had an emergency landed? The smell was so bad. You're kidding me. No, it, it's it was. Why couldn't he put his shoes back on or something? I got it, it on WTAE's site. I guess you let it's that surreal. genie out of the bottle. It's over. <laughs> Can't put the shoes back on, right? Oh man, what is uh, that all about? There, he, I guess he didn't smell it himself. I don't know. Didn't his wife, I used to have really bad stinky feet. Didn't his wife or girlfriend tell him? I guess he doesn't have. God yeah, bless him. Maybe probably tough to get with stinky feet. But I, I figured I'd, to I'd get a tie that into you going to Portland. Thank you. You Make know, sure. Just a little piece of advice. Don't I, get the f- flight diverted. I'm really Could you lucky. imagine coming back here? I'm, I've been really lucky. I've been blessed genetically <laughs> with that way. Yeah. I, I, I'm good on the odor. Good. I don't have too much odor. Good. I'm good. I don't know why. Me? I don't know why. I'm pretty good. Completely opposite. Really? Yes. I'm not bad. I don't know why. It's one of the, I, Believe me. I'm the king of imperfection. More imperfection ever. I'm like a pug dog. That's my one so good I gotta thing. I got to use a lot of deodorant. I, gotta, I, I, I only have a few good things, so I know them. Yeah. And odors come pretty good. Good. Pretty good. 
Well, you have you'll have a good flight and it won't be. So you like a pug dog? What do you mean? Yeah, I, 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 I never smelled you bad. You don't smell bad. Well, I got to use a lot of deodorant. <laughs> well, okay, it works. Yeah, it works. Works. What do you, what do you, do you shower? I mean, you always you always look showered and clean. I'm worried about you now. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna smell like a calzone after Sunday. Yeah, I'm excited for. You're that. gonna smell like an Italian pizza shop for like a month. <laughs> Let me ask you this: I don't want to get gross or anything. But what happens to your stomach? Like, do you get real sick afterwards? It depends. We get uh, sick, like sick, pe- nauseous, nauseated. Stuff, no, no, you don't get nauseated. No, there was one when I set the world record for hush puppies. Yeah. I was uh, I was crapping sand for like a week. Mm, that'll do it. It was uh, it beat me up it. pretty. Yeah, good. hush puppies would be bad. Like for instance, like Thanksgiving or something, or a big meal. If I'm going at it and I eat like overeat like a big meal. Yeah. Uh, like me, I am. You ever seen an Animal Planet? Like a snake, they always have like the anaconda or some snake that yeah. ate a half a calf. Right. You see it's all big belly and it lays yeah. there in the riverbank for like three days to digest. Yeah. That's usually me. I just lay there for like three days and I just digest. Do you, you, so you don't, can you walk around and do stuff after you're Yeah, like yeah, yeah. So I can't even, I have to, I have to lay down. I have see, to lay down like and I digest. Said, I, it's been I a while. Move. So I'm, I'm a little nervous. And, uh, I'd be nervous too. I'm nervous for you. <laughs> Why are you nervous? I don't know, but I you think can't the, do it? the nervous is good because it'll make me. Would you feel try bad harder. if you can't do it? Would this be some sort? Of, might well, have to console I'll lose you? a lot of fa- face because why? It's all over. You we're, think, we're doing it. Yeah, but you think people are gonna walk up to you? Todd, you used to be someone I respected. <laughs> nah, I don't respect you no more. Well, uh, you were down to two if, pieces, bites left. You if I don't it. do it, I'll probably You're a quitter, be Todd. My last You're one. a quitter, and then you walk away. <laughs> this will be my last no. one if I don't do it. I no. Think. Yeah. You know how many times I've heard that retirement speech, friend? You'll come <laughs> right back out. The pierogi championship or something will come up. And you'll yeah. Play. You, you, you really? Is, I'm good at pierogi. This could be your last one. Yeah, if last, I fail. You will not. You can't fail. Right. You can't fail. I'm your trainer. You can't fail. <laughs> I can't fail, kid. <laughs> I better fail, Mick. You can't. I better fail. I better fail. Yeah. No, you're going to win. Rocky 2. Remember, not Rocky 1. Right. Where you don't eat at all and you just say, you know, this is the greatest fit I've ever had. You know, since my kid being born, whatever he said, I can't remember what he said. Adrian, Adrian. Yeah. That's not. We're talking Rocky because he just wanted to finish, remember? Yeah. People Rocky forget, won. He didn't expect Rocky to won, win. He didn't win. Yeah. No, his goal was to finish. Right. Because it was the Chuck Wepner story. Yeah. Which, by the way, it is amazing. The movie, there's a movie on Wepner. Okay. It's off the charts. Good. Where is if it? You get, oh, oh, get Rent it? Chuck Wepner movie, man. It's, it's so incredible. So he based that character off of him? Stallone was was basically broke he wasn't getting any work or anything he had done a porn movie called the italian stallion he's having a hard time of it in la he is home he's in, or, or on a road or whatever but he, i think he was in a hotel somewhere in a road somewhere doing whatever uh and he's watching chuck wepner against ali wepner is a complete unknown ali is the greatest of greatest all time yeah as you know in in wepner goes almost the distance. I thought he went the distance, but they stopped it in like the 15th, the last round. They did stop it. I didn't know. It. I thought he went off. But anyway, he wanted to, he wanted to show he can go the distance. He basically yeah. did. He, it was like a minute left or something. He caught up too much. It was called the Bayon Bleeder or whatever you call him. But anyway, he bled a lot. His face is all mushed up and he, and he stands and he's like Rocky. And it's like in a movie, but real yeah. face. And, and <laughs> but anyway, he makes it to, to the 15th round. Okay. So that was his win in his life that he yeah. never, they never thought he could make it. So Stallone watches this. He's inspired. He writes Rocky One, they said, in like 48 hours. Yeah. He just cranks it out, brings it to Hollywood or whatever, goes to sell it. The studios love it. Now, remember, this guy doesn't have a, a cent. Right. 
at this time. They didn't want him to play him. Well, that was it. That was he didn't want him to play Rock. He didn't have a cent. They were going to give him a quarter million dollars for the script. They were going to get James Caan to play Rocky. Okay. And he went, James Caan, James Caan. James. So he wanted to obviously play the role. I think that would have been a mistake. He held out, obviously. Yeah. But that's hard. You know what? You got some cojones to hold out when you need money, a quarter million. You know, and you get the writing credit. So he held. He holds out, and that was the best hold out he ever. He knew. He believed because you're right. No one. No one could play that role. No. By him. My, that's my, that might be my all-time favorite movie. Over yeah. Godfather. Believe Rock, it or not. Yeah, Rocky. Rocky 1. Favorite. Rocky 1 only is my favorite movie. Well, in November, we're going to have to take a field trip and go see Creed. Creed 2. We are going to see Creed 2. Creed 1 was great. Yeah. did you? I love how I love they it. tied it. It was tremendous. They, they, Stallone they, was back with his race. It was full circle. Um, well, he didn't have a lot to do with the first one. Now, the second one... The, he's the more guy, involved. Yeah, he he wrote the second one. I think uh, see, I, I think Stallone's underrated as an actor. I think he's a decent actor. Yeah, people kill me. My buddy, he's a lot me. older. My than buddy this. kills me on that man. He looks good though. Doesn't yeah, he? he looks great. I don't know what he's taking. Like he, human growth, or human growth. Yeah. I, think I think he takes that or something. I don't know. We gotta find out what he takes. I don't know. Human growth. Yeah, it looks good, doesn't he? Yeah, he's like sixty-five or say no, sixty-eight. I, I think he's older. He's than older than that. Yeah. My God, the guy looks younger than me. That's yeah, amazing. He, he's he's up there, I think. Yeah, it, it's yeah. Look it up. We're gonna see how old he is, because he he's he's ripped. He looks good and he's tremendous. Seventy two. Seventy two. Yeah. And he looks about fifty. In shape, he looks like an in shape fifty year old, doesn't he? Right. He's in better shape than I was in twenty. He. No, it's not true. Todd has pictures. <laughs> I don't know why. What I it didn't make any sense. This photo, by the way, I don't even believe it was you. Because first off, it's in black and white, so you made it like you took it to 30s, and, and it's a picture of you running. You get this full head of hair. He looks like Jim Thorpe in those old, like those old photos, you know. That's the man who won the first gold medal or something. You're running with this running outfit. I almost we gotta post it. People would not believe this right. photo of you, man. This Jim Thorpe thing you went on. I was like, you gotta be. Kidding Why don't me. we? We'll what put it on this? the post. Who's this guy, man? Yeah, I want to see Jim. You gotta see Jim Thorpe, <laughs> Todd DeFazio. It's pretty impressive, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it's in black and white, which I don't even know how you took that <laughs> photo in black and white, but you did. Uh, but hey, now you're going to be the you're going to be the Jim Thorpe of Calzone after after you win this. Thing. Yeah, we're going you're going to win. You're going to win, Rocky yeah. Two, buddy, Rocky Two. <laughs> uh, I appreciate everyone listening. I really do, as I do uh, every podcast you listen to. Thanks, everybody. It's Jim Cren, no restrictions. No restrictions. Hey, everybody, just want to let you know with the Jim Cren No Restrictions app now available on iTunes and Google Play. It's absolutely free, streams 24-7 of No Restrictions. Make it easy on just get it today. It's on iTunes and Google Play. Jim Cren No Restrictions app.